It's like letting somebody win in Mario Kart. As a parent, you shouldn't do that. Launching butlers and maids off into outer space. 1977! Nobody was even alive today that was alive then. I just want to be like, shut up. Old men talking about new technology and cursing the clouds. It's in there. Oh, it's in there. Hi. Oh, hello. Oh, shit. Forgot. Well, yeah. I was going to tell the boys to go upstairs, but they're being quiet right now, so we'll just let that sit for a minute. That sit and marinate for a little bit. Yep. Yep. Because we know that won't last. <laughs> uh... Getting all my files in order. Take my shoes and socks off and prime my shirt here pretty soon. Great. Uh, I was sitting here watching this movie and then I'm like, Oh, shit, it's time to start the podcast. What movie? Um, The Hunt. Oh, okay. Well, I was like, oh, you like your roulette? I'm like, whoa. No, no. Ah, <sighs> uh, so... So, yeah, I'm... Dishwasher's installed, and now the clothes washer is stops halfway through, and it won't drain. <laughs> so I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos on how to fix it, and it seemed pretty easy. I mean, other than taking the back panel off, disconnect everything, pull it out, take the back panel off with a million little screws, and then there's this drain under there that you just twist the thing out, then you clean it out, and you put it back in, you should be good. And I was like, alright, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but we'll give her a go. And of course, I couldn't find my exact model, but for the video, but every model that I looked at in this brand, they all looked the same. Okay. So of course, I pull it, disconnect everything, and pull it out, and take it all apart, and no drain. No, it doesn't look the same at all. And I was like, well, the whole time I was doing this, I was like, this seems like a pain in the ass. Why don't they just put a little panel on the front, and then you can get right to it? Yeah, three screws on the front, and I could get right to it. Oh. So I disconnected it and took everything apart for nothing. So I went around the front and took the three screws out and cleaned out the drain thingy and put it back together and ran a load and beep, 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 beep. Halfway through, there it sits, hat completely full of water and won't drain. So now it is on the fritz. Yeah, I'm, I guess we're just going to have to get somebody to come look at it. I'm not buying a new freaking washer. That thing is not that old. And we got it brand new and, like, come on. Of course, it's not going to be under warranty or anything, but, you know, I, I bet I can get uh, maybe a neighborly discount. I'll have to talk to my neighbor. He works at a place down here that I'll bet they have people that can come fix it. But Yay! Oh, I'm sick of shit breaking. And yep. Then, of course, I had my, I'm, as you can see, I'm back on this. Uh, I know, yes, I noticed that. So what's the, what's the deal there? Update for the laptop that we, that was dead, but then we got going again. And of course, now it just sits there and spins. Does it's, it's fried again? I think I don't know. It says getting Windows ready. Don't turn off your computer. And it's been it's it's been sitting there saying that for oh, I mean, forty five minutes since I started this movie. Uh, <laughs> but I don't really care about the laptop. That thing's ancient, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the dishwasher, on the other hand, that's that is an issue. 
Yeah, but I, mean, I, I think the, it's going to be an easy fix, whatever it is. It, it's just not... Something's plugging up the drain. I don't know, but I was like, I'm sick of futzing with it. And now, you know, half a... Three-fourths a load of clothes in there, soaking wet. Oh. So, now, does that mean that the that the clothes that are in there, are they half-washed? Probably. But they're sopping wet, and it's full of water. Like, I had to take a cup and scoop out as much water as I could, because I knew once I undid that drain, it's going to come gushing. Oh, this sounds like a huge pain in the ass. Oh, to awful! And so I scooped out, like, three gallons of water, and then unscrewed the drain, and as expected, just shooting, gushing out water, you know. Uh, movie freaks. Meanwhile, I'm over here, I can barely sleep because my knee and my uh, my back hurts so bad that I... I go chiropractor again tomorrow. It's... I can't, I can't drive anywhere, by the way. My, Joni has to drive. I... Miserable. Miserable. Mm. And then on top of that, the 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 cherry on top of that shit Sunday is I'm allergic to cats, so it's like knee, back, and head. I might as well just have COVID nineteen. I screw it. Trust me, trust me. No, no. <laughs> that wonderful hoax. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're just not looking at the right numbers, Eugene. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, hold on. Let me draw you a graph. <laughs> yeah, please do and enlighten me. <laughs> but I, I colored it, color it in with crayons, uh-huh. <laughs> and the followers will be like, eh? Eh? "Yeah, it seems right." Speaks for the every every man. <laughs> oh, I had somebody today. What was the dumbest post on Facebook today? Oh yeah, it was somebody shared a meme and it said. Um, if you want to know what stuff is true on the internet, it's the stuff that uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter ban. What? Yep. Those uh. are the real facts. Oh, uh, who are these people? My relatives. Possibly some of our but, listeners. Uh, I'd like to say sorry, but I'm not going to. Yeah, me either. Mm. Yeah. It's funny how this. they say, quick, share this before it gets banned, yet you can all you can readily find it anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's all garbage. It's garbage. Yep. It's, it's interesting video. Wonder why they want to take it down. Keep an, in, keep an open mind. Yeah, keep an open mind. Uh, I love that one where it's like anything that starts with like keep an open mind or, you know, I, you know, I'm going to share some hard truths and every, it's like a whole bunch of dudes, like the pictures are a whole bunch of dudes sitting in a truck, beards. Sunglasses, camera too close, hats on backwards. Filling yeah. their arms around and screaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was one from some pastor guy. Just, just I saw that one. Scr- and my father-in-law, he posted that. Like, so I immediately like, oh, how do I block this this crazy wacko yep. pastor guy? But people? Yep. He, I know his spit was flying oh, yeah. all over the place. Oh, yeah. Furious. <laughs> how dare we try to save each other's lives? How dare we? Yep. Anyway, it's all right though. Like, I'm pretty sure that that guy doesn't have house insurance or life insurance or you know, if he has faith over fear. Yeah, he do, he doesn't he doesn't fear anything. Yeah, <laughs> he's angry all the time. Yep, <laughs> but not tonight. Tonight, uh, I don't care how my back or my knee feels. I'm watching Resident Evil, the original. Oh, nice. I'm just, I've been 
waiting for it to go on sale on Vudu, and it finally went on sale. I have the old Blu-ray, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's 4K on UH on uh, Vudu, and I'm like, I've been wanting to watch that one, and it went on sale. And I'm like, that is all me tonight. The first and still the best, in my opinion. Hold on, I'm making a note here that reminded me of something I wanted to ask you about. Just for rabbit trail okay. stuff. It's another one of your hard truths, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's a hard, stupid question. Oh. I, I just figure you might know the answer to it. Oh. It might get us to talk about something. So uh, I thought about it th- earlier today, but then I forgot. But that reminded me. Do your kids like to just destroy their toys, by the way? But just Oh, they like to destroy everything. Yeah. I mean, just if I put something out like on our cardboard pile that I'm going to take to land and burn it. Hmm. We should probably rip that to shreds. Just just rip it to shreds and throw it all over the yard. Like <laughs> furious. Oh, same here. Same oh, here. They, they they break everything. I mean, Lauren had some packing stuff in there because she's starting to do some eBay thing, and so uh there's some boxes and a roll of packaging stuff, the bubble wrap. Yeah. Now I kinda get this, but still one, they're not supposed to be in the garage playing. Said it a million times, but it's one of the things I say every other fucking day. And they still, they're out there just shooting Nerf guns, and then they're lost in behind my workbench, you know, all over the place. But they found, they got a hold of this bubble wrap, and we're just happily just unrolled a whole roll. And I was like, yelling at them, like, what are you thinking? And they're like, well, there's a whole other roll of it, so it's, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I couldn't yell at him too much about that because I hadn't specifically told him about the bubble wrap, but still, get out of the garage. Yeah. There's so many things in there, and, and the neighbor kids were in there too, and there's just so many things in there for you to hurt yourself with, or you're gonna, let's play with daddy's razor blades in his toolbox, you know, or... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, oh, I just, sometimes I go out to the garage and there's just buckets full of mud, been sitting there overnight, and I'm like, Why? <laughs> Or just in stick, lots of sticks, just sticks, just lay like displayed on the floor in front of the vehicles and stuff. Mm, school uh, <laughs> soon. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did I, I? I think I forgot to tell you. This is a legit bitch. Um, the neighbors accidentally ran over Corbin's bike. Not ac- I mean, accidentally, but it was sitting in their driveway. Like, hey, dumbass! How many times? Yeah, not do this. And they were, they had just bought another bike for their oldest, so they just traded all their bikes down and gave Corbin the, the little one they had left over. But the grips on it, I guess their kid, who is their youngest boy, is exactly like Corbin and probably Hudson, okay. same age, and just, oh, you get two of them together, it's destructo time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so, his grips didn't have the ends on them, so they could slide in and stuff a little pretty easy. And, you know, this bike's so little, doesn't have a kickstand, so of course he goes up right next to the car and just, you know, they can't oh. set the bike down. They they can never set the bike down. You have to throw it down as hard as possible. Goes up next to the car and just flings it against the car. Huge scratch down the side. I mean, I mean three feet. Oh. And to the, to the metal. To the metal. So I yell at him about that. Next day he goes up to our other car and slams it against that three foot scratch right down the... <laughs> I, I was so pissed off. I went and got duct tape, and he throws it up against the lawnmower. And I, dude, I tell him this shit every freaking day. Mm-hmm. Quit doing that. Like they, I've already replaced pedals on their bikes because they just slam them on the ground. Like you can just lay it on the ground. You don't have to. Th- 
Boom! <laughs> but yeah, both our cars have huge, huge scratches on both on the. That I mean, that, that, that has to door. piss off Lauren as well, right? Well, she was pissed off, uh, and I told her like this was weeks ago. I told her he did it to the other car too, and she just must not have been listening because she knew it was on the one car. And then a couple weeks later, she walks out and is like, "What the fuck?" And she just lost. She lost it on my kids, the neighbor kids, all the kids that happened to be outside at that time. Because we keep telling them, <laughs> don't ride in between our vehicles. They're parked down against the garage. There's nowhere to go. There's absolutely no reason for you to, to ride in, in between our vehicles. We have that whole loop around our house. There's no reason for it. Yet, we still catch them down there trying to squeeze between the garage and the... Like, oh, why? Yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to put your feet down and just push. They do that, or they go 75 miles an hour down around the loop, where one of them's going to get schmucked sometime. Joni and I have talked about that, too. Our kids go so fast on their bikes now, and we we scream at them when they're on their bikes, and we're trying to, like, even a a walk. Have they had any good wrecks yet? Oh, yes. I mean, now, lately, lately, no. They've, there's been a couple of minor spills, but they haven't had like a major. And it's coming. It's coming. The way they ride their bikes up, it's it's only a matter of time before one of them just has the mother of all wipeouts. Corbin's had a couple. He had one so bad that they I like I, this one corner of my house. I've talked to you about it before, where I say it's so sharp. Yeah. Well, sometimes I keep telling them and the neighbor kids because sometimes there's six kids out here riding bikes around our loop, which is fine, but six sometimes eight. And I tell them, you guys all got to go the same way. I, I don't care if it's this way or that way, but you got to go the same way. They listen for a while, then they don't. And what happens? They're they're both just charging as fast as they can at that corner. Boom! Straight, straight at each other. And then they swerve to miss each other. And Corbin one time swerved to miss, went over the handlebars. I mean, he wrecked down over the hill, like in the grass, like down in the woods in the poison ivy and Oh, screaming, bloody murder, and, oh, just, it, uh, I, I get now why my parents were pissed off, so, like, but I didn't, I feel like when they yelled at me about doing stuff, I would stop doing it. I would, yeah, but, or I'd get my ass whipped. Yeah, me too, but they don't, or, you know, if I wrecked my bike doing something stupid, I'd stop doing that thing. Yeah. No, not them. No, no, no. two days later, I'll do the same thing. Because like, it might go better this time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, they got a, a bag of their Matchbox cars, filled it with water, and then put it in the freezer. I found it in the freezer. So there's a bag of Matchbox cars just frozen solid in a big brick of ice. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? I'm like, you know, it sounds like some U- yeah. YouTube experiment. Yeah, I'm like, at least you're not destroying them, I, I guess. Yep. Like before, they were just—they just—they would pick up matchbox cars and just chuck them, just chuck them down the driveway. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I'm trying to think of other things they break. There are times we we find Corbin. He's just—he's found a toy and he's just stabbing the couch or something. <laughs> just, and you know, it's one thing if you want to go break your toys. I don't give a shit. But I mean, you're a dumbass if you do. But why do you got to destroy my shit and my? Oh, oh! It just makes me livid. Yeah, and and they probably—I'm not sure about yours, but do, do, mine, mine do this, and they 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 try to sneak it at this point, but they get into the tape, duct tape, scotch tape, 
uh, gaffer tape, whatever tape I have in the drawers, they like to get it. They like to find the tape and it's, they just, oh, they tape the hell out of cardboard boxes. No, no, the tape is mostly in my office and they can come ask for some, but they haven't really. Packing tape. (laughs) I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, just, uh, there's a lot of little things too. They can't, I mean, as far as never putting stuff away, or stuff's always left out, or, yeah, the blankets and towels, they just, or, uh, pillows, every time in the living room, they just go in the whole box of blankets. Oh, yes. Let's, let's get them all out and throw them all over the floor. Yep. Um, oh, I made myself some toast. Did you put the lid back on the butter? No. And, and there's Demi, just chowing down on the whole stick of butter. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. But, anyway, that's yeah. more kids will be kids. Oh yeah, I could I could literally we could have a whole podcast on just this stuff and the the dumb stuff they they do. Yep. Okay, uh, before we yeah. get going, we have a new spot here. Uh oh. Also, don't forget to go get your copy. Ah, mine is on uh, the way from Amazon. Tono lives. Porque Domina Toto. Melissa K Herrera. Yep, my copy just came today. Listen to that. Did you just fart? No, or? that's a real book. So oh, that's a real book. <laughs> you put the book. I didn't see the book in in the screen, so I'm like, "Are you farting?" Or <laughs> stupid camera. <laughs> How many pages is the book? Uh, let me see here. It was thicker than I thought it was going to be. 417. Wow. I so thought it was only up for, t- 250 or something. Next up for our avid listener, Missy, is she needs to option that baby. Get that made into a movie. Yeah, for real. But I'm looking forward to reading it. That's, uh, it's, I, I'm sure it's going to be good. So are you going physical copy or? Oh, digital? yes, yes. Definitely. Oh, okay. Yep. I don't, I don't read books digital. I like to I, have I don't either. I don't either. I either do uh, audiobook or physical copy. Maybe that's what we should do. Make an audiobook for... <laughs> oh, hey! Okay, uh, we also have some new stuff from TJ. He's been on the show plenty of times. New album, Requiem, from uh, from In the Kingdom of Nightmares is his band, with our buddy TJ Washburn Jr. on vocals. Requiem is the culmination of what In the Kingdom of Nightmares has worked towards since forming in 2008. Engineered, mixed, and mastered by producer Evan Sammons, who's also worked on Last Chance to Reason, Keonashi, sorry if I mispronounced that, Myth of I and Yuri. It's fast guitars, ample groove breakdowns, and pointed lyrics combined to form an intricate wall of heaviness. Songs like Denigrate and Ode to Brothers offer up a more traditional speed and thrash feel, while Scissors for the Drifter, Plague Bringer, and Wolves at the Gate summon an early Eastern Coast metalcore vibe with a modern twist. Requiem offers up something for fans of both traditional and modern metal. It's bound to get stuck in your head and played on repeat. Requiem drops August 28th across all major platforms. You pre-order your copy today. Look up In the Kingdom of Nightmares on Bandcamp. And It also will be coming to Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you can get music. August 28th. And I have heard one of the tracks on that, and it is killer. It's that this is very much my style of music. I would say it's, man, what does it remind me of? Uh, 
Well, I've heard a few tracks, and I feel like the style changes from track to track, kind of. Okay. I don't think that you can easily lump it into one thing. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. I hate it when every track sounds the same on an album. And it doesn't sound like this does. I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but... Yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy metal, though. I love it. Yep. And, well, uh, we'll see if we can't get him on around the time that that is dropping. Talk to him about that a little yeah. bit. If we can, we'll see. But it, I will say that it's... It, don't think this is like one of these, you know, oh, the movie freak's buddy recorded his band in a in a garage or something. This is like legit high quality recording. I, like I listen to it. I'm like, my Lord, this is awesome. Like this yep. is, this is not just something that I like, Oh, I got to support this because it's my friend. It's, I would buy this because it's legit. Good. Really mm-hmm. good. He's got some lungs on him too, man. He can howl. <laughs> yeah. I bet your ass he can. Okay. Uh, are you ready for the roulette? Are you ready for the roulette? I am ready. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Tread up against Winchester. And you're up first. Huzzah. Huzzah. Winchester uh, with the uh, great Helen Mirren. Directed by Michael Spierig, or the Spierig brothers. I'm, I'm sure I'm not saying that right, but oh well. Uh, and also starring, what's his name? Jason Clark. Uh, this is a, uh, this is about the, um, Winchester, uh, manor or not castle, but just this huge house that, that is haunted and, uh, there, I don't want to say too much because there, there's kind of a twist in this movie that is kind of cool. But um, I kind of liked this for a roulette. It's not great, but serviceable. It's slickly shot. And Helen Mirren is good. She's good in the worst of the worst. I mean, like, I don't, she doesn't give bad performances. She's sometimes in bad movies. This is not a great movie, uh, but it's shot fairly well. Um, it's how do I say this? It's kind of cool how they a unique a kind of sort of unique take on the haunted house and like this house is sprawling and none of it really makes sense, but that kind of adds to the weird creepiness, I guess. Um, I it's roulette-y, but I mean, put this up against Aqua Slash. I mean, this is like high quality award winning material here. The budget I'm I'm actually impressed. The budget it says here on IMDb budget is three point five million dollars. Uh sure looks like more than that. Like that's a pretty low budget for what I could I would have pegged this at maybe fifteen, twenty million dollars. So that's yeah. good. Um so I you may want to check it out. I mean it's harmless. It's PG thirteen. You may want to check it out in October. It's you could certainly do worse. Just pop on any Asylum movie um, or any random generic Netflix movie. At least this thing got a theatrical release and it has some name actors. Uh, but it's kind of one of those when it's done, you're like, okay, the, that was okay. That was interesting. Now they wrap things up. It wraps it up in a nice, tidy little bow. And, All right. Roll credits. Let's go. Cool. So I, I would, I would, 
I I should give it part of me wants to give it a thumbs down because it's so generic. It's kind of sort of generic and just this kind of blah. But I, I've watched so much garbage that this is this is I'm happy with these. <laughs> happy. Oh, I'm watching a trailer. <laughs> Prepared, you see. <laughs> oh, for your movie? No. Ah, that looks like shit. I'm not picking what? that one. Okay. Oh, I gotta. I guess I should review my movie. Yeah. Tread. This is from 2020. It is a documentary. Pushed to his breaking point, a master welder in a small town at the foot of the Rocky Mountains quietly fortifies a bulldozer with 30 tons of concrete and steel and seeks to destroy those who believed have wronged him. He believes have wronged him. It's gotta be past tense, IMDb, because uh, he's dead. We all know this. That's why it would be past tense, dumbasses. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, this was definitely worth a watch. I think you should keep it in the queue sometime. Um, yeah, most of this movie is him talking about how the town has wronged him with zoning land around his shop differently so that it that requires a new sewer line that would be like 500 feet long and he has to put it in himself and it'd be like $70,000 or something. And if he doesn't do it, they're going to find him a hundred bucks a day or 300 bucks a day or something. And I was trying to pay attention to a lot of the details, but mostly it came down to see if this sounds like anything familiar. Small town, very small town. Wealthy family has lived there for many generations, owns most of the land is on the board of council of whatever, of the little podunk town, and pushing the guy around because they want to, they want his land so that they can expand their concrete excavation business. And so the first half an hour is listening to him explain why all these people are assholes and his friends explain how good of a guy he was. And, and an audio tape of him explaining everything that he's going to do and why before he did it. And then the next half an hour is basically all the townspeople and everybody that he was saying was assholes explaining how, look, we tried to acquiesce to his demands and we even gave him like triple the amount for his property when he finally did sell it. And uh, he just was very hostile all the time and we were nice. I don't know what's going on. Um, and uh, so then he buys this giant dozer. And this is the third act, then, kind of, is he gets this giant dozer, and he's a welder. And he kind of keeps it hidden, and in evenings, when nobody's there, uh, where he has it stored, he would go in and made this giant murder death machine that I could not be stopped at all. And this is all true. And then they've got uh, actual footage. This is only, like, 2008 or something. Uh, I mean, he welded really thick plate steel on the outside of the backhoe. And then he left a gap about this big, maybe four or five inches, and then he filled it with concrete and another piece of plate steel on the outside. That's what they were trying to shoot through. You couldn't even get through the steel with the 50 caliber gun. They, they had those giant 50 caliber sniper rifles. He also had one mounted inside the vehicle so that he could shoot from the inside, shoot out. They cops got on top of this thing. They couldn't stop it. I mean, they, there was no way to get in. It took them like a, almost a full day. Once the a whole thing was over, it took them almost a full day to get into the thing because they had to get cutting torches. And I mean, he sealed his ass in there with TVs, TV and camera monitors 
and air compressor, compression systems to blow dust off the cameras because he knew outside they'd be covered in dust because he just went and drove through everybody's building that he felt had wronged him. He just took them all down. He caused, I don't, I don't even know how much damage. Tore up the town, drove across the town, took down like the city hall building. It was just wrecking shit. And cops, nobody could do anything about it. They got these giant tractors and stuff that to try and stop it, like earth movers. And he put batted them out of the way like they were nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. So it's it's definitely worth a watch. Those are all the positives. The negatives, it's too damn long. Even at 90 minutes, oh, really? it feels like it feels like this is a this is a 40 minute TV episode. But the first half is talk and talk and talk and land dispute, land dispute, talk, and it's like we get it. He's pissed, and they're not. Nobody's helping him, and it feels like they repeat the same kind of topics over and over and over. When you could have cut this down to like a forty-five minute thing, uh, but once once we get to the action, that then it's like this was this was kind of worth it. This was worth a watch. It's probably about a one and done, but I would recommend it to some people, like yourself. Cool, cool. Yeah, that uh, man, that sounds interesting. Like. I'm curious. Do, do they say what where he's at now? Like what? Oh, he's dead. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so it did not end well. Spoiler alert for something that happened. Yeah, twelve years ago. But oh no! Oh, he had no intention of it ending well. Oh, I mean, he okay. says that throughout the whole thing. I'm like, this is this. This is ah. his last hurrah. Oh yeah, he knew it. I mean, they had cops and FBI, like, unloading weapons on him. They even tried, um, when it was over, they even tried putting, like, bombs on the outside. And the people said all it did was put a darker shade of gray on the outside. It didn't... Wow. They couldn't even bomb their way inside of the thing. And I kind of like, support this guy. I, I haven't seen the thing, so I don't know. I... Yeah, but he also could have handled it differently. And yeah. they also got paid out the ass. Like he got he he paid I think 70,000 for the property and they paid him like 400,000 for it Ooh, 13 no. years later and he's still whining about his I I lived here and worked here for 13 years and built this. It's like, dude, you got paid. All right? I mean, I understand that it sucks and everything, but it's not like they killed your family or, you know, you're destitute now. You got paid out. Um but he chose to turn around and make a statement. So and he did, and he did. So I mean, where where he lost me a little bit is because he had gun. He had that gun mounted in there and was shooting it. He was trying to shoot a, a propane tank farm. You know what those oh. are? Where you like the big ones, the huge, humongous ones? Uh yeah. He was shooting at those. He was shooting at. Uh, he couldn't really aim. I don't think too well, but. You know, he had to turn the backhoe around just so that he could fire because he had such a small gap for the barrel to come out. Uh, but, I mean, it was one of those military-grade long-range sniper rifles. Th- those use a huge caliber round. And, I mean, he, eh, once he started shooting at people, I'm like, eh, you wanted to go to destroy some property and make a statement. I, I, I get, Okay, I, yeah, that makes I, sense. I kind of get that, but you start shooting at people. and like, plus, when he went to City Hall... Uh, the bottom layer of the, uh, the city hall was like two stories or something, and city hall was on top, and the bottom layer was like a library, and it was full of kids. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
there were times there were some buildings that he was attacking where people were running out the back. Like, it was that close. Like, a murder spree, no no good. But Gotcha. Anyway, there okay. you go. Okay. Next round. Okay, uh, coming up for you first up is... Uh, Elizabeth Harvest. Um, no. No, that's what I put up for you. Um, sure is. Yeah, it is. Certainly is. Um, let's, uh, let's try that again. Cruel Peter from 2019. Oh, that title. Cruel Peter. I just think of a, just an angry dick. Yeah, um, I know. That was my band name in grade school. Yeah. <laughs> Peter has been cruel to children, animals, and servants for a long time. One night, he is ambushed and wakes up in a coffin trapped after an earthquake in the city's gothic cemetery. Uh, hour and 35 minutes. Uh, that is on Amazon Prime. Uh, next up is a movie called What Keeps You Alive? Oh, holy shit. My laptop lives. Oh, so it finally decided to... That only took like an hour and a half of just sitting there with spinning wheels, uh. but it looks like it's alive again. Yeah, no shit. Huh. Uh, what Keeps You Alive, 2018 horror thriller, Majestic Mountains, a still lake and venomous betrayals engulf a female married couple attempting to celebrate their one year anniversary. This is on Netflix. Um, there you go. And last up is Double World. I thought this looked kind of cool, especially after I just got done watching a, an Asian movie. Uh, this is 2019 action, adventure, fantasy Seeing the neighboring country become more and more powerful, a warlord organizes a competition to reveal the best warriors. A young man is eager to bring honor to his clan. Uh, and uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm curious what uh, country that that's, that's uh, Chinese. So there you go. So we got a little bit of horror and uh, some suspense-ish stuff and action stuff going on. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, coming your way, Elizabeth Harvest. <laughs> the newly married Elizabeth arrives with her new husband, the scientist Henry, at a magnificent house. He tells her that she can do anything there she pleases except to enter a certain closed room. And this was listed as mystery and thriller, sci-fi, and horror. But that sounds pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Hardcore Henry, and I didn't even bring up the synopsis for this one because we just talked about it in the last couple of weeks, I think. Uh, this is the first-person shooter movie that I blind bought on Blu-ray. Do you remember? Yes. You remember? You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. Yep. Yep. That, I mean, that's it. And I, Is it great? No. But it's an interesting experiment in cinema, and that's why I threw it on there because, like, you should at least watch this once. You're not, I don't think you're going to love it or anything, but I blind bought the Blu-ray and it was at least decent enough. That I was like, I'll keep that because it's an anomaly. And it, and it, it does have some interesting stuff in it, but anyway, you get the point. Yeah. And lastly, I, I threw, De I threw Devil's Gate back up again because I just, I watched a little bit of the trailer and I got to the point where I turned it off because it's like, this, this looks pretty sweet. Or at least very, Roulette worthy. Seeking a missing woman in North Dakota, an FBI agent and a sheriff focus on her religious zealot husband, but discover something far more sinister. Dun dun dun. Okay, uh, you know I am going to take Devil's Gate. I do think that that looks good, and we've been kind of ping ponging that thing back and forth. I'm like, okay, all right, time to get this thing watched and done. So I'll I'll jump on that one this time. 
Okay. I'm going to take a double world. I'm in the mood for something maybe kung fu-y. Yeah, I was hoping you'd... I was hoping you'd take that one. I thought that looked pretty good. Yeah. Hour 50, it's a little long, but it's Chinese. They always go a little longer. But still, at least at least it's not over that two hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, where, 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 yeah. There's a good movie in there that's 90 minutes long. Right. So instead, this one might just be a little too long instead of way too long. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Next episode of the roulette, it'll be uh, double world up against Devil's Gate. Sounds like both of ours today were middle of the road, not going to make top ten, but not certainly not going to make bottom of the list. You know, it's not impossible because I've watched watched some shit this year. It's, yeah. So it's not impossible that Tread could make it in there. Oh, it was funny though watching like how the cops were trying to go around and get that thing shut down and it's a bulldozer that thing does it not i mean and it yeah. weighed like 80 tons or something because of his additions so i mean top speed it looked like two. Oh, your kids are just just screaming back there <laughs> i know just just <laughs> one second boys hey they lasted 40 minutes yeah that's not bad time time to go upstairs Go play Perfect Dark or something. They've been getting pretty good at Perfect Dark. Are you familiar with Perfect Dark? Yes. That's one of my favorite games of all time. I put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in that game. I have not heard yeah. of that game in years. Well, I I have it up for N64, and that's hooked up upstairs with the Super Nintendo. And then I, uh, when they did an HD remaster for Xbox 360, I down I I was like, I'm getting this because. Now I don't have to use the wonky N64 controller. I can have two joysticks like regular Halo, and it's remastered in HD. So I paid like 10 bucks and I downloaded it. I don't even know if you can still get it anymore. I think you might have to go buy a collection disc that's like 40 bucks or something. But So I have it on my 360, and so the, can we play this? I'm like, absolutely. Knock yourselves out. And as good as they were getting at Minecraft, I'm like, time for you to do this. And I, when they play Minecraft, they turn into little assholes. I don't know why. I, but, same here. I don't I don't know what it is. That and Fortnite, they just... Mm. Uh, we, yeah, Fortnite's not allowed in this house. Not until we've got a wrangle on the Minecraft. But anyway, uh, this, this leads us into Rabbit Trail. Why not? I want to talk to you about this anyway. Uh, but uh, then they were in my office and they saw, oh, this thing says Perfect Dark as well, but it says Perfect Dark Zero. They found the original Perfect Dark Zero for that came with, was a launch title for the 360. Can we play this, Dad? I'm like, knock yourself out. I didn't get very far in that one. It was like a, a prequel to Perfect Dark, and I don't know. The controls just didn't feel as smooth, and I just was like, ah, eh, I'll, I'll just go play Perfect Dark since I have it HD, and I just think that game is amazing. I still feel like, well, I know its multiplayer was revolutionary. Uh, and no disrespect to Goldeneye, because every time I bring this up, somebody's like, yeah, but Goldeneye's better. I'm like, no, no, it's not. Goldeneye set the standard, but it's the same company that built both of these games. And Perfect Dark took the next steps that Goldeneye built. So I have no no disrespect to Perfect Dark at all, but there are still things in that multiplayer and Perfect Dark that I feel I've never seen in other games even since. And this is going back to 20 years. Uh, but, like, for example, you can pick your... I mean, obviously you can pick your map. You can pick the weapons individually that you want to be in that map. You can pick what position they're in uh, around the map. Like, yeah. there's certain spots, hot spots. 
and there's the biggest one, you can have what they call bots or sims. I think they're called sims. So you can go in there and set up an entire team match of we're going to have a red team, we're going to have a yellow team, we're going to have a blue team. Us two humans will be blue. We're going to have the two reds be meat sims, which is they're just dorks that walk around can barely shoot. And then we'll have the yellow team be normal sims. So we'll have a little bit of competition. And go. And you can set it. You can play multiplayer with just one person. And I could have my team be me and a meat sim and a normal sim up against two hard sims or something. You can like you can totally set it up however you want. Um, and in other games like Halo, you can't do that. If you want to go play multiplayer, it's you and the other guy, or you know you you got to get into a LAN party or you got to get in uh, play online with a bunch of people you don't know. Yeah. And die, 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 die. Not you know, fun. Play. Yeah. Not fun. That's why it's nice to be able to set the sim level on these guys. Sometimes you're just in the mood for some murdering. I'm going to leave them on normal. Uh, sometimes I want a good, fun fight. I'll set up three teams where one team's normal, one's a little bit harder, and one's really hard, or something like that. Uh, but it's just it's just cool. And especially because... Uh, oh, okay, here's another thing you can do. You can play the main game, the main missions, co-op. So him and Holden and Corbin go play them together. They're on the same team. Split screen. And they just go play the mission. I'm like, it's awesome. Yeah. And I have the book. I, I have the guidebook for it too that I bought years ago. So I'm like, guys, if you get stuck, here's it tells you what to do every step. And that's what they're doing. So did they? Did they run up and well, start playing? Right that? now they've kind of they've kind of switched over to Perfect Dark Zero. They mostly like playing multiplayer. And every now and then they're like, Dad, you gonna play with us? And I'm like, Son, you're not ready. You're just not ready. You guys are still <laughs> playing with some meat sims in there. And if you think I'm going to get in there and not just murder, you're, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> it's like letting somebody win in Mario Kart. You just, as a parent, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> I've put far too many years into these things to just let you win. If you want to go be on my same team for a match or something, we could do that. Then I'm not shooting at you. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, that was me last night. We were playing checkers, or Lucas. Well, they were being just awful. So, like, okay, inside, inside we go. We're just gonna play board games until bed. And so we uh, we played checkers, and I'm like, I'm now just so you know, like, I will give you hints, but I am not going to let you win. You have to earn it. And I mean, I, I, I was nice, but he lost <laughs> quite. I mean. I don't want to say he lost well. He he was okay with it, but I'm like, this, this is how I learned. You're going to have to just, yeah. you know, take That's your That's how licks. you learn to get better at, at anything is you practice and you you play against people better than you. Yep. And, man, that's how I learned it. There were times when playing the original Perfect Dark, I mean, we put so many hours in that thing, but uh, when it started getting like, ah, we're winning every single time. We need to kick it up a notch. So we'd throw a perfect sim in there and you don't even see those guys it's like you walk around a corner and you're dead it's a yeah i mean oh they were frustrating <laughs> but i do like one time i remember this is funny one time i uh when we were learning how to set up all these teams and whatnot I, literally me and one other guy okay you be the red team i'll be blue team whatever and he goes how many people do you think you could take and i'm like dude you can't you can't win that way if you want to try, I will destroy you. And it's like, what? I was like, dude, I'll tell you what. 
you can have all the sims of varying degrees of hardness, and I'll be on my own team. I promise you I will win. It's like, no way. There's no way you can take on, like, eight other people by yourself and win. Like, oh, yeah, there is. Huh. And that's how we set it up, and it was, uh, like, first to 25 or something like that. And I died a lot. Whooped his ass. You know why? Because I had eight targets. They had one. You know, so you got to kind of make the teams yeah. a little bit even because I was running around finding it. I never stopped shooting. I, <laughs> and they couldn't, by the time they would figure out where I am on the map, I'd be dead. I'd be somewhere else. They didn't have near enough to, to shoot at. So he learned a pretty good lesson that day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great game. I love that game. Yeah. I actually, because uh, I, I know that I've played Perfect Dark Zero. In fact, I'm pretty sure I, I used to own that game on Xbox 360. Probably one of the first games that I... I it was it was owned. a launch title. Yeah, and man, I just don't remember it that much. And I kind of sort of remember you telling me about that game. That, oh, it's great for the Nintendo 64. You should get it for the 360. But it's been so many years, I, I don't remember anymore. But I do remember I used to have that game. Yeah, so, it's just nice that, still, that there's varying degrees of skill level. Uh, so you can chuck somebody in the uh, multiplayer area and... They get all the practice they want, or they can go down if, uh, on the main screen, the main uh, setup screen. You can just run down this building and go into the firing range and pick up any weapon you want and practice with it. Yeah. So you, and they all have like alternate fires. So like one, ro- you know, rocket launcher. The first setting is just shoot straight. The second setting is you target the person and then it chases them. So you need to learn how to do that, like switch which thing you like in the weapon or what's best for the map and. It's just cool. I, I just have never seen that many options in a game since, really. And I'm sure there's PC games out there that I've never played that, that do have yeah. that kind of stuff. But. We were watching uh, Empire Strikes Back this weekend, and this was Hudson's first... No, uh, no, no. Return of the Jedi, actually. Uh, we had watched Empire a couple weeks ago. We were watching Return of the Jedi, and we paused it halfway through to eat supper, and Hudson was... Immediately, he ran over to me, and he's like, you know, I figured it out. Han Solo... Um, they made him look like Nathan Drake from Uncharted. I'm like, ah, actually, Nathan Drake is a byproduct of Indiana Jones, who is kind of sort of a byproduct of Han Solo. It all leads back to, yeah, to Star Wars. That's right. So, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you're, you're right. Like that Nathan Drake character is very much like Indiana Jones and Han Solo kind of just combined. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so likable as a character in the video game. He's great. Like his one, the boys love his one-liners, and especially like the Indiana Jones type, like guys that he has in the games. They they haven't watched the Indiana Jones movies. They know about him. They've watched the trailers for him, so they they know. Okay, that's the same guy that plays Han Solo, and so it's kind of this all-encompassing thing. And they so they're kind of lumping Uncharted in with that, which is right. cool. I, I like. I think that's cool. I literally just told my wife the other day that I can't wait till our boys are old enough to watch the Indiana Jones movies because they all, oh, they all kind of hit Netflix and I can't wait. And I just watched uh, uh, Stuckman's review of he went through them and was reviewing them and I agree. Yep, with I just, watched it. I I loved everything he said. Uh, yeah. But I would I, yeah, I'm, Temple of Doom is still my favorite, but I get it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Hey, that. he gave it an A. He loved it too. So yeah, that's yeah. all I need because that movie gets a lot of hate, but. And my kids are a little younger than yours. I know that I've showed them a little bit more dicey stuff, but still, those Indiana Jones movies, I'm like, ah, that's that's too much. Now, yeah. here's the question, though, and I might have asked you this before. 
what order will you show it to them? Because I'm going the order that I watched them in, and that was Temple of Doom, Raiders, and yeah. Last Crusade. And that's oh, man, technically I the right way to show I mm-hmm. mean, that's prequel. Yeah. Ah, uh, boy, I, I'm not sure yet. I, I don't know. Um, I know that, that much like Stuckman's review, Last Crusade, I actually am halfway done with Last Crusade because of his review. I'm like, ah, I gotta watch Last Crusade again. So, wife and I are watching that, and I... Usually it's after an episode of Watchmen, then she comes down and we watch a half hour of Indiana Jones and I'm fast asleep. <laughs> but um, it is definitely by far of the first three, it is the least violent. You can just tell it is everything is toned way, way down compared to those first two, which those first two, every time I watch them, I'm like, good Lord, these things are violent. Like even Raiders, it, they're violent. You're right, but I never really noticed it until Stuckman's review, and he pointed it out. And, I, and, I, and then I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Well, it's pretty right." Other than, I mean, there is still there's a couple of hardcore deaths in there with the the way that guy the tank crash. You can always oh, yeah. see that body flop. That's like, Ugh! and then you know yeah. the you have chosen poorly. That's pretty grotesque too. Where he yeah turns into old man. But yeah, Last Crusade was always my favorite for for. Many, 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 many years, because I think it might have been the only one I saw in theaters, first run. I'm pretty sure I did. Was that 89? Yes, that, that sounds right. Late 80s. Uh, and I, I just love that movie. I love the way the story unfolds and, like, the mystery and, and everything. It's great. The score not, not is taking so good. anything away. That, that's another thing I took away from his reviews. They're each so different. I mean, they're similar kind of concepts, but, I mean... I guess you have the airplane and everyone, but it feels like Last Crusade does a lot more world hopping. Yeah. And it feels like... Temple of Doom does not. Yeah, it's that's pretty well one place. And Raiders yeah. kind of bounces around an area. Yeah. Anyway. I gotta say, I, I watched all three of the... Now that I think about it, I saw all three of those at first run theater back in the day. Wow. I'm... I am impressed. And I mean, I, to this day, and the, my boys know that Temple of Doom was... That that and uh, Ghostbusters, but mainly Temple of Doom, are like two movies that at a young age scared the absolute hell out of me. And I mean that, and even Raiders of the Lost Ark, I guess, I it just it's like this gruesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, oh, and they want to watch it so bad. I'm like, and even if I would be okay with it, there's no way. I mean, no, no. Wife will. And dude, yeah. I, I'm not showing it to my kids, and I've showed them worse stuff than you have. I think. At least thus far. It's like gremlins yeah. and shit. Uh, but, oh, oh, we'll get to some things that I've showed some kids here real soon. <laughs> also, what it did make me want to do is get on with reading these, which I never have gotten around to. I try to buy them at every store that I happen to come across them. Oh, cool. Indiana Jones. They're not the novelizations of the movies. They're just, there was a whole Adventures. series of these. Yeah. I got a stack of old in, Further Adventures of Indiana Jones comic books. Yeah, I know they're, you do. Yes, they're right on top of my Lucio Fulci comic books. But, I mean, a stack of them. And then we're talking, like, I got them back in the early 80s or whatever, and I they're... That's where when they're from. Uh, I mean, why couldn't they just adapt one of these instead of that stupid Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I know, I know. I had a whole string of ideas here, but... Uh... Watching Stuckman's review of that, uh, he nailed it as far as... Uh, I haven't seen that the lighting. one yet. Oh, the light, because he keeps on saying it's so bright. I'm like, I know, oh, it's too bright. I did watch that one. You're right. I and mean, he's absolutely mailed it, yes. Oh. Let's talk about yeah. something good. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I got something here real quick. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, Cinemark up here in Canton, Ohio, is officially open for business Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So here's what they are now doing, and I think this is pretty cool. Um, so they have each day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They have usually it's from. Th- uh, it looks like it's from. Th- I'm on their website right now. Um, wow, that's a lot of showings. Uh, all day showings. Uh, $99. You can rent out a, you can rent out one of the theater rooms. And you have a list of movies that you can pick from. Matrix. Uh, well, actually, I'll just give you the rundown right here. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Jurassic Park. Black Panther. Inside Out. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Back to the Future. Goonies. Jurassic World. Karate Kid. Temple of Doom. Um. So you get you and your crew together and split the tab and then you guys get a showing of a movie. And you, you 20 people are, is max. You, if you get 20 people, that's $5 a person. That's That's dope. not bad. That's a good idea. That is dope. Yeah. And they're showing solid movies. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd know, pay I five bucks to see Temple of Doom. Heck yeah, me too. Uh, a lot of these movies, I'm like, now on top of that, then they do have regular showings of those movies as well. But you're not with your own little, you know, you're. Yeah, they probably stranger. have uh, seats cordoned off. Oh yeah, they do. And I, I actually selected, I just went to see how it would work. And as soon as you select a couple of seats, immediately the seats around you are X'd out. So it's probably 20, 30% capacity maybe, but, um, hey. man, this weekend, this weekend's my birthday and I'm like, uh, I'm going to go see one of those movies this weekend <laughs> on the big screen. That's cool. And $5 for the, their largest size popcorn and snacks are like candies, $2.50, which is still a lot of money for, you know, junk food, but that's a, that's good. I think that's a cool way of doing things to where you got 20 people, 20 of your friends or whatever. Uh, and a hundred dollars is not bad at all. Yeah, I agree. So cool. Anyway, well, at least they're making yeah. some money doing something. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing something. It's, something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think that they should do something with, with a, like you said, with a drive-in. I think that they could, Totally work something out to where they could make a little bit more money and they're going to have people that show up. Yeah. Uh, you're, especially you're going to get people that even, even with the 20, 30% occupancy are still not going to want to go to the theater. Yep. To be in there with complete strangers. I'm man, sure I'm the total impressed. assholes will be in there with me. <laughs> oh yeah. Masks down. No, or none yep. at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, I, I wonder if, like what other movies they're going to bring back like it's obviously they're bringing back these classic movies i like jaws was on last weekend um i just think it's cool i i yeah i'm impressed i'm impressed that's okay so you brought up your voodoo and and you got a couple of 4k transfers in there now when i go to watch them and i don't have any 4k what does that do? Does it just knock it down to 1080p? Yeah, yes, it does. But yeah, that just it just reverts to 1080p. So they have multiple files uploaded then. They must, and there's sometimes like if my internet isn't doing so hot, the 4K will actually like it'll say uh, HDX, especially like with those with the James Bond movies. Some of those they're all 4K, but sometimes depending on the time of day I watched them, uh, I'm like, huh. That doesn't look the greatest. I'm like, oh, it's which it still looks fine in HDX, but it just I could tell, and it's just your bandwidth or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've definitely seen that before. Um, yeah. And one other thing I want to touch on. I just found out today this is a major bummer for me and uh, might affect the podcast a little bit, uh, but Google Music is going away. Oh. I didn't I didn't know if you had heard anything about that. Uh-uh, I didn't. I don't know what that means for we're on, we have our podcast up on Google somehow. I have it linked. It's up there. So if you listen to us on Google, you might want to find another platform or at least pay attention. If we suddenly aren't there anymore, it's because the form or the uh, website, that section is going to go away, which sucks because I spent a week uploading all of my music to there. <sighs> and so now I'm going to have to try and find another platform where I can do that. I don't want to rebuy all my, I mean, I have thousands of CDs. And I have them all digital now, uh, on a hard drive, but I, it took days and days and days for that all to get done. And oh, it's really, man. it's so nice because once it's done, then it's like you're approved and you have them. And I can hop on my phone and listen to anything in my collection, uh, streaming, you know? So I'm in yeah. the, I'm in the, and I have unlimited, unlimited data. So I'm in the car. I can just pop all of a sudden I'm in the mood for Master of Puppets. Damn it. We're listening to Master of Puppets. Uh, I don't have to go to Pandora and make a Master of Puppets channel that'll give me one song and then it's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I hate that. And I guess Spotify, you can listen to whole albums, but I have not figured out Spotify yet. Have you? Mm-mm. Yeah. Old men. No thanks. Talking about new technology and cursing yeah. the clouds. Yeah. Nope, I, I, I mean, I have my MP3 stuff that I have on my phone that's Bluetooth to whatever and... I, yeah, and I got my Amazon... On Amazon stuff, but what about your CDs? Uh, well, they're they're in the basement in storage. <laughs> well, I mean, you have your whole collection on your phone. No, not my no, not my whole collection. Every now and then, if I get in the mood for for something like ah, oh, I'm gonna listen to Nirvana again, and it's not on my iTunes, then I'll go down and dig for the CD, and then I'll plop it onto iTunes. Oh, and then you can get uh, it on your phone streaming. Yeah. So yeah. So just every now and then, like Sepultura, I did Sepultura not too long ago. Chaos AD. I'm like. Uh, I'm in the mood for Chaos AD again. I'm like, let's just go dig out the CD and drop it onto the... Of course, I have to... Like, my laptop, of course, it's way too futuristic for a, for a disk drive. <laughs> so I have to get out my, my external drive that I have to plug a USB-C <laughs> jack into to plug it into my computer to download it onto the computer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're way in the future. Oh, um, it's, it's future. I did it one time where I, I burnt every CD that I had into onto an external hard drive. Not a disk drive, a hard drive. So mm-hmm. I have all of my music digitally that's just sitting here on my desk. So if I, but if I want it streaming, I need to put it somewhere. And I guess I could go back to iTunes. Can I put, can I get iTunes on my Galaxy phone? Well, you're, not, you're not the biggest fan of iTunes, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, I mean, I've, I used to use iTunes all the time, but they kept changing and it drove me nuts. And I'd have to re-download something and relearn how to do things and it was, we bitched about it all the time. Oh, I know. Yep. So yep. annoying. And that's, I mean, I, that was the program that I had used to burn all those discs in originally. So if, I mean, whenever, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I got iTunes on this computer. Whenever I use it, I can just click on that folder and it automatically imports everything. But getting it streaming means I'm going to have to reconnect something somewhere. I don't know. It's just annoying. Anyway, I just want to let people know, if you listen to us through Google Play Music, whatever, uh, you might want to find another platform. And there's gotcha. plenty out there. Okay. 
Uh, let's move on to recently watched. You're up first. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, we're going to talk about and go spoiler heavy on Watchmen. Uh, I hesitate to even say season one because there is a chance that this is a one-off type of deal. Um, so after your review, I'm like, oh, okay, and I found it on one of my sites. Some Someone was selling the digital code for 12 bucks. I'm like, you know what? That's that's a good price for what after you were talking about it. So I got it. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. That first two episodes or so, I'm like, uh, this isn't Zack Snyder's movie. This is, I don't what's going on. Texted you, you're like, stick with it. It's like True Detective, and like, okay. And I, I kept that in mind every episode, True Detective, True Detective. Um, and then as things kept going and things like the pieces of the puzzle started to fit together, I'm like, oh, okay. And by the last two episodes, I'm like, this is, this is like perfection. This is cinematic perfection. It's incredible. Yes. But it take it, it takes time and you have to invest that time and you've got to pay attention like for the most part when I was watching that nothing else I wasn't dicking off on my phone I wasn't texting you I was by myself watching that show paying attention because I'm like I if it's like you can miss stuff yeah and you're like wait wait whoa what 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 now why is Jeremy Irons well now why is he doing such a (laughs) launching butlers and maids off into (laughs) outer space and (laughs) do you see it now the like for something to I was talking to my neighbor about it last night because you, you, we were texting a little bit, you and I. Yeah. But I, I was sitting over there talking to my neighbor and I was like, I, and he's a fan. He's like, I got to get my hands on this. And I was, I told him, I was like, I, I can't, I can't even really spoil things for you. I mean, I can, but I'd have to sit here for nine hours and explain shit to you. Cause if I just give you a spoiler, like Jeremy Irons is launching maids and butlers into space, you'd be like, what? Like it doesn't, that yeah. out, makes no contextual sense yeah um but and i i also was like what the fuck is going on when i was at that part and i kept saying just hang with it hang with it because you know it's got to be revealed that way if they just told you straight up front what was going on it would be like reading a sherlock holmes novel and they tell you who the bad guy is and what he's done at the first chapter it would make it wouldn't be any fun yep i agree and i love how every episode most episodes, at least, the beginning, it focuses on one of the main, like, one of the characters. Uh, and I love the beginning. Actually, it was, that was my favorite beginning of all of the episodes was the one where we have the farming couple that are just having an evening together and everything is fine. And then Lady True shows up at their door and says, you've got three minutes uh, to deed over your land. And I'm going to talk you would however like I'm gonna talk you into it in three minutes or whatever and that was like I was almost emotional after the, that three minutes it was so good with how it played out with with a child involved and I'm like oh my gosh that is some great great filmmaking right there um I loved that part fantastic writing ideas uh, when I said like I said in my review I didn't see how you could do a follow-up to Watchmen um but they found a way I mean they, yeah. they did some crazy ass shit but they found a way and yeah, they um, and they made it very, very, very relevant for what's going on today. And it, it almost seemed like, I mean, this was probably like this was this had to have been filmed at least a year ago, right? Like or more. 
I mean, it's up, but it's up like for the, Emmys this year. Very relevant to what's going on, like, literally right now in Trump America. Yeah. Anytime racists just get it, um, get it in TV shows or movies, oh, it makes me happy. When the Nazis get it in the Indiana Jones movies, I just, oh, it's just sweet justice. <laughs> Original release was October 20 to December 15 of 2019. Yeah, I mean, and most of the show, I wasn't sure if I would recommend it to you. Like, I was on the fence until I got to that last episode and <laughs> Mr. Shithead got his ass liquefied. Oh, I was like, oh, it was great. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, okay, now I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was $12 worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, in fact, if I would have known I was going to like it that much, I would probably would have just ended up buying the Blu-ray so that it's on my shelf along with. The Zack Snyder yep. movie. I will at some point. I still, yeah, I mean, I I love the movie, and the movie is a bit more, I don't know, a huge and epic and, a, you know, big blockbuster type movie where this works well for that nine hour long TV type arc. But man, I, I, yeah, you said too, because I was like, where's the science fiction and superhero stuff here? Because it's masked vigilantes. Okay, that's cool, but outer spacey stuff, please. Uh, Patience, patience with that show because it's in there. Oh, it's in there. Oh, and Jeremy Irons. Oh, man. <laughs> he was great, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Perfectly cast. And he kind of comes around for you a little bit at the end, doesn't he? Yeah. Even though he's an asshole. And then he's like, wait a minute. Yeah, but then he's like, wait a minute. Because, because, oh, what's her name from, I, I never get her name. Uh, the, the FBI agent that was in the Watchmen. The mass, the oh, the one that she, used to be a vigilante. She's older. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, Comedian's daughter. Yeah, I'm not. And then I was reading up on it, and I'm not sure if he, if he actually was. She was comedian's daughter. Now I, I know I told you that, but I couldn't. Yeah. Oh, but when she's like, "Oh, you're you're under arrest," he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, yeah, like you're you're done." <laughs> Uh, just the little things that they did that I was not expecting, like the, the, uh, the statue of, I never can get his name, the Jeremy Irons character. Ozymandias. Ozymandias. His statue. Oh, did you, just like me, did you for a second think that they just killed him? Cause I, yeah, I, was, I was like, like I was like. Uh, oh, me too. I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's done. And he's the statue in the courtyard now. But then yeah. they got back and they just like <laughs> oozed him down. Uh, yeah. I thought that was but hysterical. That was... Yeah, I also thought but you know, there's uh, talk about it taking place in uh, today's America or whatever, but it was also very uh, what's the word? I mean, bit ballsy. There's there's real stuff in there, like that uh-huh. Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. That was a real thing that really happened. Um, in the very beginning, first episode. Yeah. So it's good that they're shining light on some of those things. I never knew about that. I didn't either. Racism, you see? I'm trying to find this. Ah, what's her frickin' name? When was the last time you watched the movie? Um, it's been a couple of years now, but I have the ultimate cut. It's still fresh in my head. So is that the only version that you're ever going to watch from here on out? Like, is that's your version? Yeah, that's my version. Wow. Okay. I like all the Black Freighter stuff back in. I feel you like do, huh? I feel like it, yeah, because it's paced out the way it, it is in the book, and uh, that's been one of the criticisms that many people have had about this movie is that it's too slavish to the book. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
It's fine. I like it that way because even when you're reading the book, every now and then it jumps to that Black Freighter stuff and it's like, ah, come on, I want to get back to the main story. But the Black Freighter stuff has an important story in it that's part of a message that goes with the book uh, or the rest of the book. And I feel the same way about it in the movie. It every now and then jumps to this animated thing and you're like, ah, we were just doing like, ah, keep going. And then it gives you a nice little break in between the live action stuff. And then when you go back to the live action stuff, it just pops even more. So I, hmm. I know not a lot of people like it in there and I don't have a problem with you disliking it or anything like that. That's yeah. totally fine. But, um, I do feel that the director's cut is important, uh, to have uh, of the live action stuff because that shows yeah. night, the original night owl's death. And that was an important part of it. That was a cut out of the theatrical and it's like all of a sudden night owl two, two is pissed off. It's like, why or upset? And it just gave it a lot more weight. We've watched, uh, you and I watched the movie in the theater and then we watched the direct. I mean, I've seen all three of those cause you let me borrow that. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever one. seen the director's cut. Hmm. Well, which you've essentially seen it yeah, in the it, ultimate. Yeah, but, it's in there. Yeah. Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. There we go. She was the original Silk Spectre. Or no, she was the daughter Silk Spectre. Okay. But yeah, I cannot recommend that show enough. It it was so good. And I, you know, there's been some other shows that I've really liked lately. Like, I really liked The Boys. I thought that was a good show. But this is on a whole other level. This is like... Big budget across the board. Great acting, great effects, great, excellent writing, actually. Yeah. Uh, man, was that good. Yeah, you threw me for a little bit of a loop during my review and you said, was it better than the boys? And I'm like, uh, it's, it's two different things. They're, they're two different. I can't really, I, I like, I really like the boys, but this is like a nine hour movie. Yeah, it is. Oh, and she cracked her husband in the head. I was like, yeah, I, it's him. I bet it's him. Uh, yep. That was a... I was not expecting that. Though there was a lot in this show I was not <laughs> expecting. Oh, and the ship lands on... On the... On... Europa? What, is it Europa? Yeah. Oh, you get cakes all the time and just launch those, those butlers on it. Oh, it's the oh, only man. thing that he could get to uh, spell it out. Yeah. Oh, that was... Yeah, just going... Something else. Harvest fetuses out of... Europa water. <laughs> oh, that was something uh, else. Yeah. Anyway, okay. There's my. All right. There's my. Good review. deal. I'm glad you liked it. Yep. Big thumbs up. Uh, I wanted to talk about the thing a little bit, just because the other night the daughter had her cousin over. They're about the same age, and he, you know, he and she, they were like, oh, "Can we have the TV after mom goes to bed? Can we have the living room?" And keep in mind, she has a TV in her bedroom. I'm like, mm, that's kind of my time. I mean, there's kid time, there's wife time, and then it's my time. I'll tell you what, if you guys want to watch a scary movie with me, you can stay up. And they both were like, hell yeah, we love scary movies. Cool. I was like, okay. All right, motherfuckers. I think it's time <laughs> we we flip the script a little bit. The last scary movie that I showed to Addison was the... The Shining, and I don't I think I, I'm not sure if I watched Doctor Sleep with her yet or not, but both of those movies are the polar opposite of the thing. And so I wanted to go the other way. You got the slower, artistic, two people die movie, and you got the thing. 
gore fest, lots of people die, crazy effects. Also, it's 80s, so I wanted their reaction to it, uh, the special effects and everything. So uh, we got distracted by other stuff. Addie's boyfriend stopped in for a minute and brought a whole bunch of McDonald's, which I'm done. I'm never eating McDonald's again. I, I can do some of their breakfast stuff. That's it. I'm done. Forever. Why? Oh, Just... once a year, I'm like, I, I want a Big Mac, and then I go get one, and then I'm so fucking sick. Oh, and, and especially this McDonald's, where I live. I mean, I eat half a, a Big Mac, and oh, hour and a half later, I'm throwing up. I, I just... Oh, so things have not changed at that McDonald's, then, have nope, they? Nope, nope. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. And a year from now, I'll be saying, oh, so I had a Big Mac last night. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but I'll at least go some other place to get it. So anyway, uh, we didn't get the movie started till after 11, but at a certain point I was like, look, go to bed. You have to work tomorrow. It's this movie time, and this is not wife movie. So, yeah. So yeah. she finally quit talking to the talking to family and, and went upstairs to bed, and I started the thing on DVD. Addison was pretty good for about an hour, and then she fell asleep because it was just too late for her, I guess. And uh, cousin... He stayed up with me all night and watched the whole thing. It was after one o'clock till it was done. And he was like, that was good. And I was trying to tell them, but I prepped them beforehand. Like these special effects are not like the CGI you guys are used to. Uh, well, what do you mean? Well, then how do they make them? Like <laughs> they just made them. They just made them. They literally, I need a head to get pulled off a body and grow legs and scurry away. So you know what they did? They made it. And it, it made it scurry away, like with uh, string and shit and puppets and all kinds of stuff. But he jumped at all the right parts. He was, holy shit, at all the right parts. And the ending, I think he kind of liked. He was like, wait, it's just going to end like that? I was like, yep. People have been debating that ending since 1982. Yep. What do you think happened? What do you think happened? I don't know, but it, I don't know. Your guess is as good as anybody, but... It holds up. That damn that movie holds up. I need to get a Blu-ray of it though. DVD's looking a little rough. Uh but I think that's just because I'm at the point now where the TV has surpassed DVDs. Like the DVDs in my office, that TV hasn't surpassed shit. I mean, it's still a fine TV, but it's like a 42-inch that's a 60 hertz refresh rate. And you know, that's right at the line. If you're going uh -huh. over 36, you need to you should be up to like 120. So DVDs and VHS still look pretty good in here. Uh, but once you, the 50 inch in there is uh, not, it's uh, over 60 Hertz. Then it starts looking like a DVD. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yep. Yeah. Good shit. Cool. Cool. That's good to hear. I always like to hear younger people being brought to the fold with some of those old uh, practical effects classics and that is like the mother of all practical effects yeah horror movies it's crazy um and yeah. i was there, i can't think of any others that are better than that as far as going for a gore type special effects heavy movie yeah and the, one of the reasons that it was in my mind was because of the passing of wilford brimley uh which just yeah. happened here in the last week or so and i was trying to explain to him he's the diabetes guy and they're like what I'm like diabetes yeah. he used to always say diabetes because he had diabetes and oh so then we're watching the movie, and Addie goes, is that the diabetes guy? Or the diabetes guy? And I go, yeah. She goes, what did he die of? And I was like, 
Di- <laughs> diabetes being 85 or however old he was. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was up there, man. Yeah. But cool. he's still awesome in that movie. Yeah, boy. You know, that is actually one. I, I wonder, circling back to the whole cinema thing and they're like running out the theaters and all that. Like, those are pretty safe picks that they have at Tinseltown. I wonder if they're going to go like be a little adventurous here and there and like get maybe some horror movies. Like, I think that the thing would do good. There's enough fans of horror movies around here that would probably go for a Friday the 13th movie or, you know, I'm not sure how long this is going to last, but boy, you'd think that there's enough fans that people would go watch the thing on the big screen or. Yeah. Hey, I got another YouTube thing for you to watch. It's called Caravan of Garbage. Do you watch that at all? Uh Uh-uh. It's these two Aussies who break down movies uh, and they're short. 15, 20 minute videos, but they're hilarious. And lately they've been going through the Transformers series. And one of the things that they've discovered in their mountains of research is that the Friday the 13th remake and the Sandra Bullock alcohol movie 28 Days, you remember that one? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Both exist in the Transformers universe. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. The Friday the 13th remake, the the jock bully guy from the first Transformers uh-huh. movie. I can't remember what his name is, but that actor plays one of the lead guys in the Friday the 13th remake. Oh yeah. Saying he kept that. He wanted to keep the same name. Yeah. He, so does. he has, he has the same name in both movies. So after Transformers, he went to camp Crystal Lake and got killed. And in 28 day or 28 days, uh, Alan Tudyk was in that. And he played this weird German guy. And he said, if he, he wanted to be the same character in Transformers 4 or whatever one that he was in. Remember, he was the kind of the weird butlery guy, and then all of a sudden he breaks yes. out, does all this military stuff, and then they told him, like, hey, you're reverting back to your old self where you lose control. And he goes, oh, yes, must retain control. You know, he's whatever accent. <laughs> so, That's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, check out Caravan of Garbage on YouTube. It's it's Those are some good videos. Are they as funny as, have a nice day? (laughs) (laughs) I think they're funnier because there's two guys and they're lightning fast back and forth. They're extremely highly edited. So they're like, bang, 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 bang with their comments and jokes. And they're they're really funny. I'm really enjoying their Transformers breakdown because... I agree with a lot of what they said. They, uh, when they went to part two, they said, now we agree. This is like the worst one. They're like, I don't know. I've only seen these once in the theater, but I, yes, they were like, this is the worst one. And then they watched part, came back the next week with their review of part two. And they're like, I don't think this was the worst one. This wasn't nearly as bad as I remember. Then they went to part three and they're like, part two is definitely better than this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) And they've, they still are going down the line with, I think they just released five today that I watched. Uh, part five and they're like are we still doing this <laughs> and they still keep going back to now the next this is the worst one each one they get to is the worst one <laughs> but it's funny how they're like part two was not as bad as i remember <laughs> like yes i know i like that movie <laughs> that's actually one series where i the last one the the knights one or whatever i never even got around to watching that thing i i've uh, those last ones with marky mark i've only seen once i think each but I yeah. do remember thinking that the last night's one was the best one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, that's not saying much. That's not saying Th- much. They are what they are. We've discussed those to death. Yeah. Uh, you want to do another review? or? What, what I want to do one more, yes. Go for uh, it. A classic movie. 
from Lucio Fulci that I've never seen. There's actually still movies from him that I have not seen. This is called Challenge to White Fang. This is the sequel to his White Fang movie from, I think, 1972. This is 1974, starring Franco Nero. Sequel, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is like I think White, is... White Fang the Sled Dog? Or yes, Wolf? yes. Okay. Um, this is a great movie. Uh, much like the first one. This is even better than the, the first one. But several things of note with this movie. Uh, it's a kid's movie, but very PG-13. Like, it, this is Lucio Fulci, kid's movie. Uh, it's just hilarious what they put in here. And just uh, animal abuse. Like, oh, there's no way that you can sugarcoat that. There's no way. That's straight up animal abuse. Uh, not that I'm saying that, not, I'm not endorsing that or anything, but it's just the way the movies were made back then. Very different than now. Um, location shooting was great. And the story, this was a good movie. This is like a spaghetti western set in the snowy mountains with a sled dog that comes to the Franco Nero's rescue. So it's like, it's Django with a dog. Isn't that, isn't uh, that pretty much, uh, Franco Nero's career? It's, pretty much, yeah. Franco Nero, in, yeah. In a war movie. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but very, very good. There's a, a sled dog chase scene in here or a race, I guess you could say. And I'm like, man, this is really well shot. Like, because it was real, like they were, they mounted thirty-five millimeter cameras to sleds or whatever, and I'm like, they're really doing this, and it looks legit dangerous. Uh, but I, it's just cool to see these little—I don't want to say little scene movies because I'm not sure how famous or how popular they were back in the day. But have you ever heard of Lucio Fulci's White Fang kids movies? No, but I, I've heard of White Fang, and I knew White Fang existed. Wasn't that Disney? Maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure White Fang was a Disney movie. Yeah, this is... In the, in the 70s, 80s? I want to say 80s. Yeah. Now I just yeah, closed is... my browser. Now i got to open it up again to see what White yeah. Fang is. Um, I definitely didn't know about a Lucio Fulci one, but I think there's a series of... Yeah, White Fang is a 1991 film starring Ethan Hawke. I haven't seen that one, but I would put this up against that any day. Well, it was Walt Disney. Yeah. Who is it? I want to see who directed it. Yeah, I was... Yeah. <laughs> Take your time. Nothing else to do. Not making a podcast. Just using the internet. Uh, Randall Kleiser. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Kids are upstairs. I can still hear them yelling. Music by Basil, Paul Doris, and Hans Zimmer. Wow. Those are two names. I believe Basil did the uh, score for Hunt for Red October. Oh, cool. And Hans Zimmer. I think I've heard of that guy. And here I'm... Uh... Well, yeah. What about White Fang 2? Was there any more White Fangs? Because there's only two of these Italian ones. Man, this was a good movie. There is See, there's a Disney White Fang 2 as well. Myth of the White Wolf. Because he was a wolf. Or was he a sled dog? Yes, he's a wolf. Okay. Yep, sled dog. And these, he's a sled dog. He looks like a German Shepherd type. Yeah. Yep. Ethan Hawke is yeah. a teenager, I think. And I'm just I'm looking through the uh, the credits on this on Challengers of White Fang and Joe Diamato is second unit uh, photography, which he's he turned into a big, you know, horror movie director from Italy. Uh, Gino De Rossi was the special effects supervisor, uh, and he he did. Tons of great stuff. Heck, he was did special effects for Casino Casino Royale. 
Damn. Uh, but, uh, and of course, older, like Lucia Fulci's Zombie and Barry Brown, all those old classics. But, uh, anyway, I, I imported this, <laughs> of course, German, the German Blu-ray. Um, I've been wanting to watch this movie for years just because I'm like, I gotta see the, the kid movies that Lucio Fulci made. And they're not kid movies because I almost, I'm like, should I just show these to the boys? <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm like, ah. So, anyway. It's still Lucio Fulci. It is very much still Lucio Fulci. But anyway, there you go. I wanted to at least just get that one crossed off the list. So since there's a White Fang 2 that's also a Disney movie, was that, was there a White Fang 1 that Fulci did? Or is this just... Yes. Yeah, there was two of them. Oh, okay. There was White, yeah, White Fang and then Challenge the White Fang. And the first one, uh, there was a little bit more animal cruelty in that one. Than, I mean, it was like, like, guys, come on, this is... Not cool. Uh, and this one here, they reel it back a little bit, but it, right from the get-go, they kill a kid right in the beginning. I'm like, whew, kids movie. A Disney movie? No, oh, no, no. The, oh, the, see, the Fulci one. Right. Well, in Disney movies, they kill parents in the first act. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And here it's just like, yeah, the bad guys are very, very bad. I don't know if, I don't know, Dr. Butcher is in, the, like, the Dr. Butcher is in this, which is great. Dr. Obrero from my beloved Dr. Butcher MD movie. So he's, he's in this. Nah. <laughs> it's like a big family, like a big family of, uh, Italian goodness. <laughs> oh, I love watching those old Italian movies where it's like, Oh, that's that guy was in this movie. That lady was in this movie. And they, they all kind of just a big pool of Italian. I did. I did the same thing with old school Kung Fu movies. It's the same 12 people with a couple yeah. of new faces. Just yep. rotate them around. Mm-hmm. And no complaints from me. That's great. Okay, let's do Coming Soon and wrap up. I gotta get out of here. Okay. Um, Resident Evil is gonna be happening. I'm gonna be watching that one, and Watchmen the movie is gonna be watched very, very soon. While... Do you, so, do you have that on Blu-ray? I oh. have the director's cut on Blu-ray. Okay. Cool. And I'm like, oh, you know, I... That's the one. I mean, and honestly, I'm going to watch that and then I'll watch Black Freighter because every time I watch the movie, I do watch that, the animated short. But Did I that come with your after. thing or did you have to buy it separate? I had to buy it separate. Mm. So, which is fine. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, those are kind of the biggies. I'm halfway through Last Crusade and it's, it's all, I've, I've almost seen that movie too many times. I love it. It's great. But of the, of the original three, I think it might be the same story for me. I try not to watch it too often. I am in the mood to watch those again, but I really want to watch them with the boys, and it's just going to be a couple years yet. I don't know. I might have to sneak in. Damn you, Chris. This is your fault. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Because I'm like, I got to watch it, especially after his last... No, I'm not going to watch Crystal Skull again, at least not for a long time. But uh, I'm like, I should watch Last Crusade, so... Um, I should, if I get a, if I get a chance, I'm going to review the Suspiria 4K disc that I got on next, on our next episode. I didn't get a chance to review that, but I would like to talk about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's the usual, just the usual. I, now that Watchmen's done, I'm going to pass out every night to Rick and Morty like I usually do. I, I noticed. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Like uh, half watched episodes. Yeah. Yep. I'm halfway through the hunt. Uh, which I'll, that's as soon as I get back today, I gotta go pick up the wife from work. And as soon as I get back today, I'm going to, that's first thing on my list, finish watching that. So I'm, I'm digging it so far. 
there's some questionable elements, but I'm still like, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, they're killing off name actors to me. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, no one's safe in that thing. <laughs> no, not at all. There was one guy who was like, Oh, sweet. He was Green Arrow in Smallville. He had a big role and he's in a couple of decent sized movies. I, I really like his acting. Splat. Landmine. Bye. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was a day's work for him. I, anyway. Uh, I'll probably give that Re- Resident Evil another watch, maybe. I've seen it a lot. Um, we Summon the Darkness, I'd like to check out. Obviously, I'm looking at your voodoo. Yeah. And after that, it might be... Might be some comic book movies. Um, yeah. Need to do that. No. Like MCU or DC or just... I'm not sure yet. I think DC. Maybe, Maybe just something animated, too. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. Probably not MCU. It's it's funny how I know we have to wrap up, but it's funny how like, I have no interest in. There's none that I really am like. I've got to rewatch Thor Part Two, or I've got to you know. Yeah. After I went through all of them, I'm like, I'm good for a while now. Yeah. Maybe the last Avengers movie because I only saw it once, but. Eh. Oh, Endgame. I've seen that. A, I've seen that a few times. Yeah, it's great, but I'm yeah. not in any. Yeah, at the same, at the same time, it's like ah, just got done watching five hours of of Avengers, so it's good, good because yeah. it's a, basically a two part movie. It's yeah, Kill Bill one and two. Yeah. Uh, maybe some Star Wars. I bet that's something else I've been thinking. Huh? Maybe I should go to Disney Plus and fall asleep to Episode Two. Why? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. I don't know why, but I just... I haven't watched that one in a while. And, <sighs> the worst one of all of the movies. Yeah. Yep. And it's because I want to watch something Star Wars, and I've watched everything. Um, a lot. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, the recent ones, and I uh, don't really want to watch them again yet. So go to the, uh, go to the prequels. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Yeah, maybe maybe they look better on Disney Plus. And you know the boys have been itching to watch Phantom Menace and watch the prequels, but I'm, I'm like I don't think you're gonna like it. I, I could be wrong, but I'm like I just it's long, kind of boring at parts. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to young kids. I, but but, but maybe, the kids tend to li- like those better because they're more colorful and Jar Jar's funny and goofy, silly humor and stuff. To them, but not to our age people. Trade Federation and... I know, but I, I can't get my boys to watch the original trilogy. They just don't have the attention span yet, but they're they're younger, a little bit younger yeah. than ours. Now, did, did they, have they watched the prequels? I don't think we've watched any Star Wars with them. Okay. Not, not any one movie all the way through. I don't think I've watched them all with Addy. They're just... Uh, yeah. They're not, they don't move fast enough. I'm bored. I mean, that first one's too hours long. It's long. Yeah. And it doesn't get yeah. going for a half an hour, yeah. at least. And Viceroy even, and... Even then, it, no, I'm talking about A New Hope. Oh, A New Hope, okay. Even when it does get going, it's like, oh, there's a weird dog guy and you know, robots look goofy. You know, they, they just think it looks old. That's what I always hear. When was this made? 1977. Like nobody was even alive today that was alive then. I just want to be like, shut up. Uh, Batman, the animated series. They got that on Blu-ray. That's going to be, I want that to happen. It's also in my voodoo. 
So I'd like to start watching that with the boys, but who knows when I'll get around to it. Avatar The Last Airbender. How are your boys getting through that yet? Yeah, um, they've they got it through about half of season three, and then it got very teenager-ish. So they lost. It. They loved the first two seasons, but season three, big drop for them. So really, we're yeah, we're taking a little bit of a break from that. We're watching um, this show called Hilda. I think I texted you about that, mm. and it's it's a cool show, like for kids. The kid, our boys love it. Cool. It's a well. Clearly, they have no taste if they're stopping Avatar. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a lot to burn through four seasons of any show. Yeah. Except Rick and Morty. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's be done, please. <laughs> All right. I, well, I want to talk to you about something else here real quick. So oh, okay. Let's stop recording, though. Okay. All right. And see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.